Hey, Kurt, what are you drinking? I'm drinking some coffee. Ooh, what kind? Dragonfly Coffee Roasters. It's delicious. Oh, just like the end on the show. Yeah. And if anybody wants to buy some of their coffee, they can go to dragonflycoffeeroasters.com and use GGFN10 for 10% off all products. Ooh, that's a good deal. I know, right? Let's get on with the show. everybody welcome back to the friday night dinner podcast i'm your host curtis with me as always is dr stephanie circus phd you can find over at stephaniecircus.com how are you today steph i'm great how are you doing well thanks how's the weather your way it's gorgeous outside it's 82 nice yeah we're able to go to the beach in the middle of the day now without burning up i mean you want to wear sunscreen anyway but you know like during the summer it gets so hot it's like yeah this is not realistic for human beings to be out in this Mm -hmm. um so yeah we're able to do more outdoor stuff now so got the paddleboard out got the kayaks out so yeah it's been really nice nice and your weather's in the 50s you said fahrenheit yeah yeah it's a 53 fahrenheit or 11 degrees celsius so you know pretty much the same it's been but uh yeah that's typical right yeah, it's pretty much usually around 10 to 15 degrees around this time of the year, so not too hot, not too cold, usually right around the middle. Yeah. Is it sprinkly? Yeah, it's it was drizzling a little bit, but not like too too severe. So. When's your rainy season? I remember when I was there, it rained like every day. When? Uh, Do you have a rainy season? I, it, I don't know if we have a season per se. It usually will like rain throughout the year, but yeah. A lot of times it's just overcast. Like, it won't rain, but it's just overcast. I guess we should just let everybody know. So you're in British Columbia, you're in the Vancouver area, and I'm in Tampa Bay. Yeah. So we're from two opposite sides of North America. Yeah, exactly. And we have never met in person. And we've known each other how many years now? I think three, I want to say. Yeah. But, uh... We only know each other through, through this show and our Instagram photos. Yeah, exactly. Live vicariously. Well, one day I want to go down to Florida, so maybe I'll. You bet. I have. I've been to um, Orlando. Uh, I've been to Miami. But it was BS before Stephanie. Yeah, and then I think I've also no. Yeah, I did like for a bit. I had to go to Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll hang out. Maybe I'll come down for spring break. Just like yeah, we can even record a podcast at my house. There you go. <laughs> you know, maybe unlike uh, Glenn, I won't get a tattoo down in Florida. Right, but I might not get a van too, as Janet did. Janet did with no problem. Yeah, Janet's like this creepy guy that everyone seems to not fully be aware that he's the creep, but you know. I'll get in the car with him, sure. I think it was maybe because she had knew that she had Paris and um, Rory there. 
He was going to do it beforehand, though, because at the cafeteria, she said that she was going to go ahead and do this. And then they're like, oh, wow. And then they were like, well, we don't like being in this cold dorm. And so let's go to Florida. And so then they got together with her. But she was going to go on her own. Yeah. Which, wow, judgment issues there. <laughs> yeah. Also, too, it's like, I don't know. I think uh, Glenn is a character that just seems really, I don't know, just odd in a whole lot of ways. And, uh, there's something that seems there, there's a real creepy vibe to him and I don't mean that in like just saying he's creepy I mean like there's a this I have a visceral reaction to that character and I'm like ooh Mm-hmm. and I can't even tell you what exactly it is it's just the gestalt the whole character makes me go Ugh. yeah he's just I don't know he's uncomfortable on a level that like yes just I don't know I, I just don't like I wouldn't trust myself or others around him for too long probably but uh yeah it's uh, yeah it's like when you watch the office that cringe humor it was kind of like you kind of cringe at him yeah you know like it, like he's almost like designed to make people uncomfortable uh, exactly as a character mm -hmm. but um yeah uh yeah let's uh let's get into things here um yeah the uh, big thing of this episode, I mean, aside from Kirk opening his own pedicab service, which I thought was great, the oh, whole, yeah. like, tap tap twice if you're okay or three times if you're not or something like that, and he taps right, like, once and they're like, I don't think he's okay. And then right. ends up, uh, it was it was the girls and not quite him that was the problem, apparently. So, And he fat shamed them. Yeah, which was like, oh, jeez. I was like, he didn't need to go there. No. Also, too, like... kind of very anti-Kirk. Yeah. I don't know, like, Kirk can get kind of, like, mean sometimes, though. Like, yeah. I think of, like, that dance episode where, like, the whole town's oh, dancing. Yeah. And he's, yeah. like... Vicious. <laughs> yeah. Like, he wants to win that badly. But, yep. um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Paris and Rory... Have at least originally are like trying to get signatures for Burmese prisoners and then they change their mind they're like no we want to go to Florida instead for spring break so um, but yeah they go along with uh, Janet who uh, you know their roommate and then uh, Glenn who yeah I mean I'll be honest if if they were like come to get a ride with us and Glenn, I'd be like, maybe we can just fly down instead or something. Like, maybe we just don't go go with Glenn. But uh, yeah, they go down. Uh, they run into Louise and Madison. I think it is Madeline. Louise and Madeline. I believe. Madeline. Yeah, Madeline. Yeah. Yeah. Two, and they're there from Tulane or something. And yeah, they're and they're just partying, having a good time. Um. I think it was kind of interesting too, because like I don't think Rory's gotten that like drunk that much. So, I mean, I don't think she's ever gotten drunk, has she? No, I mean not on the show at least. I feel like, but and then uh, they call Dean, and then Dean calls her back. Yeah. Well. So, okay, so I predicted that something was going to happen with them. I think, and I think it's coming to pass. So there's somebody at my door, but somebody else in my family can answer that door. There you go. A loud I, doorbell. I was like, I was wondering a what that solid was. Solid wood door. 
Huh? I was wondering what that was. I'm like, I can faintly hear something. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a Bluetooth doorbell. But, you know, so I'm in a room that, um, so the people that used to live in this house, he was a, a musician. And so this is a soundproof room. It's supposed to, well, it's, so, it's supposed to be. Um, and the door is solid wood. So oh. usually you don't hear a lot of stuff, but you can hear that doorbell. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It doesn't say soundproof, it's sound resistant. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, Paris, uh, Paris and Rory go down there and they have their drinks with Louis and Madeline and yeah, they call Dean and, uh, I thought it was interesting that, um, you know, they go, well, who is your last boyfriend or what about your boyfriend? And like, it was interesting that she jumped to, um, Jess right away, which I guess technically I was think, her last yeah, boyfriend, which but is, which was, yeah, but that's not the one that Madeline no. And um, what's her face out? Yeah. So I got the Madeline part. What's the other part? You had the Madeline, first part. Madeline, Madeline and Louise. Louise, that's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Paris, uh, Paris and Rory and Madeline, Louise, they all call uh, Dean and leave a voicemail, and uh, just it kind of sounded definitely like a college drunk girl voicemail. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, Dean. Also, I mean. Those two girls are kind of frenemies. I mean, they I don't think they have either girl's best interest in mind. They're troublemakers. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Dean calls back, which is like, well, yeah. This does not bode well. Nope. Uh, especially because he's a married man. So I don't know how right. his wife, who we already kind of know, like from previous episodes, where she was not too impressed with him talking to Rory. How she's gonna take that, right? And and then also we we see Rory kind of for the first time talk about um, Dean's wife, the way she feels about her, and she's like, well, she's she's nice and sweet, and she's and the physical describing of her, she's like she's tall and leggy, and you know, like we've never actually heard Rory give her opinion of what she looks like or who she is. Yeah, and Rory definitely you could sense that that jealousy a little bit too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but because uh, she's like the physical kind of antithesis of Rory, yeah, the way she describes her. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how tall Alexis Alexis Bedell is, but she seems like she's like five four, maybe shorter. Yeah. So yeah, it just I don't know. I kind of felt I don't know. I I do ultimately feel kind of bad for Lindsay because I feel like you know. Like they're talking about her, and I'm sure Lindsay's not aware of it. So you know, that, that kind of stuff's just like, ugh. But right, yeah. I think like if somebody even mentions that they got married way too soon too, because they I got mean, married like almost as a direct reaction to um, Dean getting in trouble for fighting with Jess over Rory at that party. It's almost like they instantaneously got engaged like that next morning. I think we talked about that too, where like, it doesn't quite make sense because like they, they had that party and they didn't mention anything about them being married. Then, then the next day, like a couple days later or something, he's then like, he announces it to her. It's yeah. like, we're getting married. Yeah. It's like, so really? my guess is that she got upset with him and then to save it. But is he in love with her? It might've been a rebound thing. Yeah. Well, there was even that episode where like, Luke and um, Luke and yeah, uh, Dean are in the arcade, and yeah, 
D or uh, Luke can see that Dean is like has eyes for Rory, and he's like, "Oh gosh." Okay. Which, uh, speaking of Luke, uh, kind of like I, I thought this was a great episode for Luke too because mm-hmm. he kind of found out that Nicole was cheating on him, or at least he strongly suspects that she is. Socks. But, somebody else's. He's wearing somebody else's socks. It, I don't know. Like, part of me is like, just go in and like find out for yourself or confront them. Like, because he's like, oh, I found the socks, and then there was a guy that was in her car that went into the, their place, and I'm like, yeah, that definitely doesn't look good. But like, would you not just like go in to take a look? I don't know if I. My feeling was that Luke wasn't quite sure how to handle it, mm. and I think there's a part of him that. You know, we've seen him with Rachel where he he gets pretty sensitive about stuff. And I don't mean sensitive in a bad way, but, you know, he... Um, I don't know if he knows the best way to react to these situations where he's just feeling heartbreak. Um, I don't... Why did Rachel leave the first time? Did we ever figure out why she... I can't remember. I think she just found, like, her, her job or whatever, like, photographing things. Oh, so. that's right. So he was left for something. So here's here's... Nicole leaving him for someone, not just something, but someone. So this is like the second time, at least, this is where he was, been, uh, you know, quote unquote, abandoned by someone. Yeah. But maybe he just didn't know how to react. And plus, he's yeah. so angry. Maybe he was. He didn't really trust himself with what he was gonna do. Yeah. And maybe he's hoping it wasn't true. I think so. I think like like. I don't know, it just felt like odd writing that, like, he wouldn't at least have gone in or done something, like... See, I thought that was in character, because I think he knows his potential for getting angry. And we, we saw him, you know, he had already gotten arrested, and then he still went after the car. And was giving that car a fairly, you know, decent beating, so... Um, yeah. I think also, too, like, I wonder if the show potential. just wanted to, like, keep things relatively... Like, not like, the show doesn't ever get, like, too dark, and I wonder if, like, maybe they were like, yeah, if we show him going in and seeing her cheating on him, that would be, like, too much, but... Well, part there's of also like, something I... Oh, go ahead. But part of me is just, like, I don't know, felt, like, a little, like, why not just go... Like, you're already there, you have enough evidence, but, like, why not just go find out, but, eh. Okay. I think you're right, I think maybe but... he just didn't want to... Like, he knew that he was going to maybe get angry and just That's didn't want to deal with that, maybe. Right. Well, and also you see, too, it kind of reinforces the fact that in the last episode where where he calls it our place and Nicole says, oh, that's funny, you're calling it our place because he's never actually stayed there. It still is like he, this is our, this is his place with Nicole, but yet he's never, I don't think he's ever stayed there. So it's almost like he still wasn't going to go in there because it still kind of isn't his place to him. Yeah. So I think it can reinforce that, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Jason makes a key for Lorelai is a sign of their commitment. That kind of felt like a, a story. Like, I don't know. Didn't really kind leave a... that much of an impression on me. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I get I mean, it. Yeah, we know he's got commitment issues. He wouldn't even go to the funeral with Lorelai. Yeah. Grandmother's funeral, which I'm a little irritated with him about. <laughs> we talked about that last episode. But, um, yeah, but he made it into a big deal and it really was not a big deal. Maybe for mm-hmm. him it was a big deal. But the, it was like a, it was a B plot that just was kind of, we already know that he's got some issues. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but I thought it would have been really funny, but also probably not funny if like Luke's outside waiting for this guy and then out walks Kirk 
You find Kirk is the other guy. I don't Kirk know. And, Lulu. and Kirk and the dogs and Lulu. Yeah. 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 Or he's how, like... about, how about Kirk and Kirk walking Jason's dog? That would have been good. Just as a tan. Oh no, sorry. I meant like when um, when Luke is watching to like you know he kicks the car and all that. He's like, that would have just been funny if like Nicole opens the door and out walks Kirk and then Luke's like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, and I was also adding the. Dog oh, okay. Just as like for more absurdity. Um, yeah. So yeah, but that would have been great. Yeah, you find out like Kirk secretly has been romancing Nicole this whole time. Right, or Kirk drives up in his pedicab. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. The car, the car should have been the pedicab, and then he kicks the pedicab, oh, yeah. and he's like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> this is not." Right. <laughs> This, I know who this belongs to. Kirk, get out of here. Right. Yeah. Kirk, you got you got to respect. He does know how to hustle to make some money. So. This is true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Also, too, like, there's that guy that Rory was kind of like mildly interested in, and then he just kind of seemed what to like that about? go nowhere. Yeah. That was kind of that was kind of a throwaway thing. Yeah, it did kind of feel like that, didn't it? Like, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't make sense. Yeah, just kind of felt like he was sort of, I don't know. Like, they're like, oh, maybe he's interested in her. And then it's like, no, probably not. Not, yeah, I mean, it was it was kind of like they didn't need to go there. It just seemed contrived. And what was the point? Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, favorite and least favorite performance from this episode. The worst was Digger slash Jason. I just have no use for him anymore. Um, Ooh. Not that I ever did. <laughs> Again, you know, I'm still I'm still upset about him telling Lorelai this lame story as to why she he wouldn't go to her grandmother's funeral. So not only that, but then he's like, "Well, the key and I messed it up and everything." It's like it's a key. I mean, I understand, yeah, people have commitment issues, but he's not taking care of them. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's mm. using them as a he's using them as a way to not get emotionally involved, but he's not taking care of the problem, which is his inability to commit. If that makes any sense. So, yeah. Um, and this, their, their interactions are very awkward. Um, I don't, I thought they had chemistry in the beginning, but now I don't think they do. Um, and Lorelai had a good point. She's like, you know, I'm having to basically do all the communication in this relationship, and that doesn't work. Yeah. You know, so, um, or on the date. So, you know, he gets into this thing of, like, if he's uncomfortable, he's perfectly fine with letting her take over doing all the work, and that's not okay. Um, and, again, I'm kind of surprised that she's tolerated it for this long because that seems like not a Lorelai thing to do. Yeah. So, anyways, but that was my that was the worst. Best is I'm gonna say for the first time, Paris. Mm. Yeah, Paris felt. You can tell that she weird. came from money, where she's like pre-tipping people, huh? Yeah, I, I don't know. It just felt like Paris was a little weird this episode. Like I don't know. She was weird. Like she was very weird. <laughs> just something was off with her performance this episode. Well, I think I think it was too that she this is a she's so out of her element. But she knows how to work her way around a hotel, and she knows to pre-tip people. Which yeah. you could tell that she had she had seen her parents do this before, or she had done this before. Yeah. Uh, 
But then we also find out too that um, that her professor boyfriend. There's something weird about that. That you know, and, and um, Laura. Well, aside from other things, but um, Madeline and Louise are like, this sounds odd. You know, mm. like he hasn't. Was it like he hasn't, like taken her out to dinner or hasn't? You know, like there's Gotten some things jewelry. Like, large jewelry. Or, yeah. And then she's like, well, maybe he doesn't have an income. And they're like, uh, no, that's not it. You know. Yeah. And and you can tell like they possibly dated their professor because they said, oh well, you know. And she goes, he's tenured. And they're like, oh, an older man. You know, like they know. <laughs> like, yeah. There's something that told me that they had dated their professors, um, which mm-hmm. you know that's not a that's not a standard thing. Is what I tell everybody. So no. And it's also not a good idea, and also against a lot of university codes. But, um, so I I actually thought Paris did a good job of just being completely out of her element and then trying to fit in. Yeah. Um, and trying to do something that she really didn't want to, which is, you know, they wanted to watch a movie. I thought that was kind of a sweet little thing, like they were going to watch a movie together, and they both wanted to watch this this um, Joseph Campbell myth series that we find out Lorelai has taken away the video yeah. um, from her because she watched it so many times. Um, and they just were going to have a nice night in. and um, and But then they felt this pressure to do, like, the college thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought Paris did a good job of just feeling really like a fish out of water. Yeah, and and usually I think she shows up in my worst performance, but I actually thought she's the best. How about you? Uh, my favorite. Mm, I don't like anyone really like too great in this episode. I feel like, um, I don't know. I'd probably say Luke. I guess. Like I don't know. He kind of he, he his storyline with his wife and finding out that, you know, he's the other man. Or, or I don't, no, he's I don't think that's that he's being cheated on. Yeah, like, I don't know. I thought he sold that well, and I get that. Yeah, he, I like, thought he did too. It didn't feel like he was too upset or like fake upset, but it, it just felt genuine, like what he was feeling. There so. was some shock, I think, too. Yeah, that you could see him. Like he went through, like he went through the stages of grief. There was shock. There was anger. There was depression or sorrow. I mean, you, you mm-hmm. saw it all. So I think he did a good job. Yep. Uh, and then least favorite, um, yeah, I'm gonna say Digger, Jason Styles. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. His whole thing of like, well, I usually bail at this time, and but instead I'm gonna stay and give you a key. It's like, nah, he didn't really sell me on it. No, it was almost like he was doing her a favor or something. And you yeah, know, I understand that he's. I, I see that he's trying to be transparent with her and like be honest about his feelings. But at the same time, there's a very adolescent thing to it that it's just like he's, he has like arrested development. Do you know what I mean? Like he's, that was a psych term for everybody before it was a TV show. Good TV Mm. show, by the way. Um, But he's stuck at like 13 or 14. You know what I mean? Like there's a, there's a boy that never grew up thing about him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, he was in a movie called like, the last days of disco and like i don't know his character is kind of similar like sort of like somebody who with some level of like arrested development so yeah um all right uh favorite reference from this episode a couple moondoggy is from a book series gidget that was also a a very popular tv show with sally field as the as gidget um, and then also they reference Endless Summer, which is a 19, uh, 1966 documentary about surfing. 
and mm. uh, and just as a little trivia, um, all of our personalized license plates in Florida, that's the number one best-selling license plate is one that says Endless Summer on it. Mm -hmm. So there you go, which I didn't realize was possibly a reference to this documentary, but there you go. Yeah. So that's my, how about you? Um, I don't know. I think like, I don't know. I, I, it was a little tasteless, but it was probably one of the only ones that I was like, oh, okay. I get that. Uh, it's when, uh, Louise says, well, Anna, Nicole, look at you. And yeah, Anna, Nicole famously married uh, a wealthy older man tycoon yeah howard not howard um uh, uh, marshall something marshall yeah yeah and then I think he died a, a couple years later i think she died not that long ago either and like... then she died well she died not long after he died i think mm. um so yeah it's kind of a sad yeah period. So, yeah, I think she was only 40 when she passed away, so. Yeah, I think she died of a drug overdose, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think it was. And her ex-boyfriend is now raising their child, I think. I think that daughter looks remarkably like her. Oh, really? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, I was, I was, I heard that, I was, I was just remembering, like, a little bit about her and, like, you know. I think she went through, like, to some court case or something like that. And so, I don't know. I think it was really, like... Guy, I think she went through a court case with his family or his kids. Yeah. Uh, he was, like, 78 or 80 or something, and then she was 24, 25, I believe. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I don't... There wasn't a lot of strong references. It felt like, I don't know... Like, but because there was Madeline Louise, and it felt, it felt a little more pop... Pop culture-y kind culture of heavy. compared yeah. to like some of the other ones we've had which felt a little more I guess natural or like a little more like intellectual right. like stuff that felt more like literary or like cinema mm -hmm. based like this felt a little more pop culture based than usual so I don't know I wasn't really a fan of the references in this episode but that was the one uh, that was like yeah. okay I mean you get some episodes that are pretty timeless with references and then you get ones that are full of of references that sometimes I need to look up. You mm -hmm. know? Like, they're very apropos at the moment, but not for current times. Yeah. It's interesting how they kind of go from one way or the other. I'm kind of but surprised they didn't do more Florida references. Well, and, and if you notice, too, I thought this was kind of interesting. I could tell it was California because it's just, it's, there's a difference. It, like, you can tell um, a lot of shows that say they're filming in Florida, they're actually in California because why not? Because they're already in California, so why not use their beach? But you can tell from, like, I, I guess just from living here or whatever, you can tell a difference in the plants, and that's how, and the sand is different. So I knew that they were in California. I looked it up, and they're actually in, in a, I think it's in Hermosa Beach in California, mm -hmm. in the L.A. area. Um, right. So they are not in Florida. Yeah. In fact, they, um, and I read that the hotel that they, they're in, the hotel actually still exists in, in Hermosa Beach. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure where I was going with that, but that's you know that's my trivia for today. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right, favorite quote. I couldn't really find that I really liked. Um, I thought that there were some that, and 
I just forgot the one that I was going to say. Oh, I, I really like the fact that, you know, when, when Lori was talking about that she watched um, The Power of Myth like five times and her mom hit it for the first time, for mm. the sixth time. And I just thought it was interesting because we've never really seen Lorelai kind of like put a stop to Rory's activities. Yeah. Uh, but I thought that was kind of funny. And then she says, you know, didn't I hide that from you or something? Yeah. And it turns out that that um, Paris likes the same movie, but I thought that was cute. She's like, my mom hid it from me. Because, you know, most, you got to hide stuff for kids. You usually have to hide like a documentary movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most times, yeah. Right. Um, I, well, I couldn't decide. There's two that were really great. Um, there's one where Glenn comes out of the water, like for some reason, like where where he's been this entire time in the water, who knows? And he just keeps saying hot dog, hog, dog, hot dog, hot dog. I don't know. I just found it really funny. Um, weird. Like I didn't. The whole Glenn thing was yeah. weird to me. I mean, I kind. I know that they're trying to up the ante on him being strange. Yeah. But that was a little over the top for me. But I also yeah. to like that quote. I, I thought it was more funny because it was like, okay, that's that's pretty random. But also do when uh, Paris kissed Rory, Rory says, get away from me. You're not my type. <laughs> I, don't know, I thought that was funny. It was like her first reaction was like, no, you're not my type. So, Right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, the scene's trivia for this episode. Let's see. Uh, this is the final episode of Madeline Louise. So, yeah. What a way to go out. Um, I mean, they're troublemakers, but I kind of like them. Yeah. I would. It would have been funny if, like, they just go to a party and they just showed up again. Like, they just seem like the kind of people you'd bump into at parties every so often because they're probably at so many. So, so um, they ran into on spring break. Yeah. Um, oh, the band that was playing in the club is a real band called the Shins, and uh, oh, the, those are the Shins. Yeah. Oh, okay, because because they're also well known for um, and Garden State with Zach Braff. I think he directed and um, yeah, I think he wrote, directed and started it. Um, the Shins is a song that um, kind of features pretty prominently in the movie. Yeah. In the scene with Zach Braff and Ellie Portman. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting, huh? Yeah. I thought that went on way too long. I mean, I get that they're trying. I get that they had kind of had a deal to show that, but I was, I actually fast forwarded through. Something. I thought it went on too long. Yeah, you could definitely tell that they were like, "Oh, well, can we have a deal where we play for like almost like three minutes?" Um, right. Like, did the record company have a deal, or was it somebody's kid, or you know, like I was trying to figure out like how you know how these things happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it went on for too long, and then they then they still have the song going when you know I'm like, how long is this song? Because <laughs> yeah. then when Lorelai and or uh, Rory and Paris show up, the song's still playing like for quite a while behind them. Well, it was um, weird too because like the the in season three, Rory actually borrows one of their albums from Lane, and in this one, oh, she doesn't wow. mention them at all. You think she would be like, yeah. oh, that's cool that the Shins are here, but right, no. that is weird. Yeah. It just felt, yeah, a little kind of like, oh, why don't you just mention that you're, the band that you're aware of is here, but. That's, oh. well, that's a script supervisor thing probably is that, you know, script supervisors need to look over and make sure there's not like a callback that's missing or something. And yeah, I mean, exactly. that would have been good as like, oh, one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh... Or she walks in dancing the music or something. Mm-hmm. 
It's still like it just was like they just showed up and they didn't know what was going it, on. It seemed like they were just there and like it was like, oh, look at this band playing. But I'm like, right. I don't know. Would have been nice if like Rory was like, oh, didn't realize the shins were playing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, any mental health observations? I think that if, if you want to watch a movie about mist while everyone else is pouring around you, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, we need to give ourselves permission to do what makes us happy. And if you want to do something that's different what other people are doing, more power to you. Um, you know, I mean, they didn't really, they kind of were, Paris and Rory were kind of like just checking off lists, like, do we do this, 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 because they felt they had to rather than because they enjoyed it. Um, you know, they didn't yeah. really enjoy it. Um, and I think that we kind of need to let go of that idea that things have to be done a certain way or that we need to do things to fit in um, or mm. feel like we belong. I think it's okay to do your own thing. Also, too, if like... If one friend wants to do a different stuff, that's great. Hmm? I think, like, it's worth, like, keeping in mind, too, that, like, you know, people are introverted and extroverted. And, like, if you're introverted, like, it doesn't mean that you're, like, antisocial. It just means that you need to, like, right. recharge your battery, so to speak, through, you know just kind of like finding time in yourself a lot of times so i thought it was interesting that like yeah paris and rory are probably i mean yeah it's probably not that surprising but they probably are introverts because you know yeah they spent all that time doing things but they also wanted to just kind of watch that movie and unwind a little bit so you made a really good point that the introvert doesn't mean that you're shy yeah um, it means that you relax by being by yourself and extroverts relax by being around other people um, yeah. and you can also kind of be a little bit of both so yeah. Um, and, and, you know, being a social, um, is not introversion. Mm. So, yeah. Antisocial is setting stuff on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, I don't know. But I think that's a common, that's a common misconception, I think, in the general public is antisocial is like, uh, like the stuff, like an extreme case of antisocial is like serial killers. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, asocial. So, yeah, no, I just thought it was interesting that, like, I don't know, didn't scream, like, unhealthy to me or anything. Like, you know, just seemed like, yeah, they were doing what they wanted to do, so. There's something about, I guess I kind of, I lean probably, I'm, like, in the middle, but I probably lean more towards introvert. Like, there's something about, like, when you got a lot of stuff going on, but you're at home, and it's nice and cozy, and you're just watching a movie with someone. There's something about that that just is very peaceful, that is kind of, like, yeah. the area. So, I mean, I kind of, I understood that part, I'm like, because that would probably be me. <laughs> well, and, like, you know, so. I've even, like, gone on trips myself where, like, yeah, I'll socialize with people in chat and whatnot. But, like, at a certain point, sometimes I'll just sneak into my room and watch a movie or watch yeah, some YouTube okay. or something. Like, right. you know, again, it doesn't mean that you're antisocial. It just means you're right. recharging your energy in a way that works for you. So, yeah. Right. I don't know. I thought it was a very healthy depiction of what it's it's like. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It was probably not, like, the most mind-blowing thing. But I'm like, hey, you know what? At least, like, yeah, I think for a lot of people, they would be in that situation where they're maybe on a trip and maybe they just kind of want to take some time and just kind of, I don't know, unwind and watch I, a movie. Yeah. I thought it was realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, you know, that idea that, well, we're, we have to have the college experience, so therefore we have to do this. And I, I see why people feel that kind of pressure, but it's do what you want to do. Yep. It makes you happy. Exactly. Um, cool. Uh, 
think it's time to give this a score. What are you thinking for a score for this one? Give it a seven. I mean, I thought it was okay, but I don't think it was one of the best ones, but... No. And it was kind of funny how, the, you know, they're on spring break, but they don't really have that many beach episodes. There were pieces of, of the beach. No. But... You probably you could tell that they were probably like, and eh, we can't get this many, like, signed agreements for people to be on the show or whatever. Right, so. right, right. Yeah. And we're not in Florida either. <laughs> so. Yeah. Don't want to show the the sign that says California too much. Well, I was trying to figure out if, you know, that the episode just where you talked about the, um, the or we talked about the, the backdoor pilot where he goes to the beach to see his dad or whatever. I was wondering if it was the same beach. Um, and I was looking for things that, that kind of matched up. Uh, but if you think about how expensive it must be for them to film an episode on location, mm. um, I could see why that they filmed it probably just on a soundstage. That yeah. makes a lot more sense. Nice. Uh, I'll give this episode an 8 out of 10. Um, so tell me about the 8. Yeah. I think it was, you know, I think Rory kind of has a hard time fitting in. And I think reality is, is eventually you're just going to cave and want to do something that, like, you know, you're going to try to fit in. And I thought it was interesting that she tried to fit in, but even when she did, like... She still want. She still yearned to be have that connection with Stars Hollow by calling Dean. Like, yeah, she's like, oh, don't yeah. call Dean, but like, you could tell she wasn't that upset about it. Like, right? Yeah. Um, and like, I don't know. We haven't really yeah, seen right. her like, I'd say, properly socialize in the college experience. So it was nice to see that she's like kind of integrating like that a little bit. Um, yeah, and then also that kiss, which I thought, you know. Part of me is like, I know people are like, yeah, why do we need uh, the the men? Why can't we have Paris and Rory? And part of me is like, eh, I, th- <laughs> I think that's probably... Central, though? I mean, that's my... Yeah, I, I have my questions, but I don't know. I still think it's kind of, it's, it's cute. It has its moment, but yeah, like it's, you know, I think I've, like there's theories online. People say that like they're secretly really into each other. It's just they don't acknowledge it. I'm like, eh, it seems like a stretch, but... I do, yeah. I did like how they they treated that. So, cool. Um, all right. Steph is over at stephaniesarkis.com and gaslighting is her book and talking brains is their other podcast. And I'm over at thrinkrunners.com where almost every other day we've got new content going up. Until next time, everybody. Bye for now.